Hello and welcome to PE Live Podcasts. My name is Ian Sim. I'm a regular contributor to Petroleum Economist, and it brings me great pleasure to present a new three-part podcast series titled Operational Technology Cybersecurity, The Vital Next Step in Digitalization, brought to you in association with Hexagon. Oil and gas, power and utilities, plants and facilities are often key national strategic assets. The digitalization of this critical infrastructure poses challenging questions around the relationship between data availability, integrity and confidentiality, as well as safety concerns in an ever-changing operating environment. This episode is titled Reducing the Risks of the Operational Technology Assets that Matter Most and it is presented in association with Hexagon's Asset Lifecycle Intelligence Division. The second and third episodes in the series will follow in September and October, respectively. To navigate this fascinating and complex topic, I'm lucky to be joined today by Rida El-Hajj, Vice President of Sales, and Saeed M. Bilal, Director of OT Cybersecurity Consulting Services, both of whom join us from Hexagon. Rita joined PAS, now part of Hexagon, in April 2014 and was responsible for sales management and business development for the Middle East. Since November 2021, he has been responsible for OT cybersecurity and strategic initiatives in the Middle East. Rita has a deep knowledge of the Middle East and GCC process industry market, developed over almost 29 years in the sector. Syed heads up cybersecurity consulting within Hexagon's Asset Lifecycle Intelligence Division. He has more than 15 years of experience in industrial control systems and operational technology, spanning industrial automation, SCADA, control, and safety systems applications used in critical infrastructure. Thank you both for joining me. To kick off this podcast, Rita, I'd like to come to you first. Hey, Ian. Hi, how are you doing? Good, good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Thank you. Uh, so firstly, can I, I'd like to ask you, as, as new digitalization technologies are introduced, are we effectively assessing cybersecurity and process safety risk? Sure. As new digitalization technologies are introduced, uh, Ian, uh, we are seeing an expansion in process safety and cybersecurity risk due to the expanded surface attack. Um, effectively assessing the newly the new industrial landscape begins with a risk uh, assessment. As new interconnectivity, digitalization, automatic control system, and other technology advances are introduced. So the right approach will be uh, identifying the risks that are introduced as part of digitalization, uh, reducing them to an acceptable level. Risk management is a continuous process, as you know. Every time you make a change, it requires a risk assessment for either asset, segment, or OT network. Moreover, talking about cybersecurity, implementing patches, network segmentation are also changes. It is recommended to do risk assessment after cybersecurity measures are implemented to evaluate the effectiveness in risk reduction. I hope I answer your question, Ian. Absolutely, absolutely. It seems like a, a moving target. Thank you very much, Rita. Saeed, I'd like to bring you in here. Um, we're talking Hi, yeah. about this. Hi there, how are you doing? Good, good. Good, good. Um, Saeed, what lessons can be learned from IT cybersecurity efforts? Uh, should we be approaching OT cybersecurity with the same mindset or should we be 
applying a new a new way of thinking towards it uh, well in short uh, you know it deals with information and ot or operational technology deals with physical processes and machinery so ultimately the goal of operational technology is to ensure safe reliable and profitable production what you're seeing is several challenges to that effect industrial organizations are at at a critical stage this tremendous increased desire and to be frank you know in fact pressure to drive digital transformation to run the plant more efficiently so as we introduce new technologies you know into the ot network we increase connectivity for activities such as moving data from lower levels of iic 62443 pardu model to the corporate level or a cloud for analysis now that we have itot connectivity as a result we're seeing an expanding attack surface uh, like it is mentioned by rida as well so the malicious actors or hackers are getting smarter about the industrial environment and control system the attacks are getting more sophisticated if i may take example of solar winds that used seven zip code to hide we all know solar winds attack was not specifically tar- targeting critical infrastructure however it provided a playbook that can be used by other malicious a- hackers to inject code into operational technology on the top of that there are other toolkits such as pipe dream that can be used to exploit operational technology at the same time we find that operational technology network has other challenges such as incomplete asset inventory human error and inadequate management of change meaning changes that took place without effective procedure and documentation so if you do not have good management of change and documentation it really becomes difficult to identify what is an authorized change and what change actually happened or maybe occurred by attackers or hacker i hope i answered your question thank you uh, ab- absolutely and just to to kind of follow up on that if if we're facing such an a changing environment how how can ot assets uh, sorry attacks on ot assets be detected how, how what's the the first the first sign of these attacks yeah again thanks for uh, this question you know it is really important to detect the attack at an early stage as the attack progresses you know it often causes more damage so there are it tools implemented in the ot network such as network or host intrusion detection or prevention systems that can detect attack or intrusions however understanding that ot network communication and packets are different from the it world the number of false positives is quite high so in my opinion the most effective approach will be knowing the ot network no one knows the ot network better than its user the automation user the safety system users and engineers so for example if you see cursors are automatically moving on the operator's graphics if you notice the network device loading is more than 90% that was never above 40% if the automation engineer who is not present at site logs in at 3 o'clock in the morning if pump pressure or temperature are reaching above high limit or high high limit and alarms are suppressed operators are not getting alarms these are signs that something is wrong the right approach will be continuously looking for abnormal behavior of ot network and calling the investigation team when an abnormality is noticed thank you okay perfect thank you said so we're we're looking out for 
abnormal behavior, you're looking out for these outliers compared to your, your regular statistics. Fantastic. Um, Rita, can I come back to you here? Sure. Um, Go ahead. Great. Uh, so if security procedures and protocols are implemented, what impact are these going to have on our digitalization and process safety efforts? Frankly speaking, implementing security procedures and protocols may restrict some of the exposure. For example, the firewalls ports may be open two hours instead of 24. Password may not be shared and operators may have their own complex, different passwords. These practices may be considered detrimental to digitalization and process safety as some may argue that the benefit of the digitalization and connectivity are not 100% gained from not opening the firewall ports at all time. Moreover, um, having complex passwords may cause delay in logging into critical safety workstations. On the other hand, if, cyber, if these cybersecurity good practices are not followed, attackers may exploit the exposure and break into the network and target the safety system that are the last line of defense. Security procedures and protocols should always be considered. The goal is to protect critical infrastructure from cyber attackers to Im and improve business continuity and sustainability. The key to effective implementation of any cyber security measures is proper training of personnel. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. Um, so presumably the, the starting point in this entire process is mindset so that people are engaged and, and willing to take perhaps as you as you say a little a little longer to to log in a little longer to start up and 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 um, make sure that they're implementing the correct correct safety protocols from the from the beginning absolutely awareness like we do operational awareness personal awareness and training is key here okay fantastic Syed, i'm going to come back to you here um when when we're implementing new security measures around process safety what would you say are the major implications for cybersecurity and digitalization efforts? I, I, I mean, I, I cover the oil and gas industry predominantly, but also renewables and, and, and energy more broadly. People talk about digitalization a lot, and and it's a very broad term that, that I think has been has been turned into something that not many people know what it actually is. So maybe you can say here what what actual uh, security. Um, the implications are of, of, of implementing this process safety. Thanks, Ian. I mean, I really like the question. And I liked uh, what uh, Rita said. Safety systems are actually, you know, the last line of defense. So as the business uh, benefits from digitalization, interconnections, etc., cybersecurity must be part of this transformation. Interconnectivity has benefits, but not at the cost of compromising good or best cybersecurity practices. So all the best cybersecurity practices such as uh, network segmentation, inventory management, vulnerability management, change management, you know, etc. must be applied to protect the safety system, which is again, like Rida said, the last line of defense. Considering the criticality of safety system, I would avoid all kinds of cyber risk. However, when or if it is not really possible to avoid the cyber risk due to uh, digitalization or connectivity uh, or, you know, getting the 100% uh, uh, 
or running the plant 100% efficiently, uh, then I would go for alternative controls. You know, alternative controls must be implemented to reduce the risk or to ensure the cyber risk is at least you know below the acceptable level. So in case someone exploit them, uh, at least you know uh, we can afford uh, the loss. Thank you. Okay, so here we're kind of we're going to the the point of um, the cost of of progress i suppose we're we're looking at you know the, when we when we um, implement more and more interconnectivity between our between assets and, and operations the risks therefore grow or is that correct in, in am i correct in thinking that absolutely that's correct okay so it's the the the, the, the counter to the, the the progress that we're seeking to make uh, Said, I'm going to stick with you here because um, we want to touch on the principle of least privilege, which states that a subject should be given only the privileges that it needs to c- complete its task. I think this kind of this ties really nicely to the, to the last question because as we're talking about expanding um, uh, portfolios and, and everything else, we, we're, we're going to be adding new assets. Uh, how has this? How well has this been accounted for in in digitalization so far as to date um, as, a, as an industry right uh, frankly speaking you know in some cases it is possible and in some other cases it is not possible so uh, I'm talking about principle of least privilege here so let me uh, give you examples it is possible if the subject is a human access to the files and folders can be restricted based on his or her job responsibilities For example, I can ensure the safety system engineer does not have access to configure industrial DMZ firewall. Similarly, the network security engineer should not be able to log into the safety system or change the mode to program mode. But unlike IT, you know, OT has lower level of IEC 62443 assets where everything is interconnected. For example, the sensor communicates with SPI, Smart Plant Instrumentation, DCS, Distributed Control System, AMS, Asset Management Solutions. And the control systems communicates with the data historian. So it is very difficult to limit the access of the object, which is the sensor in this case. So we may apply the principle of least privilege at a higher levels such as IEC 62443 level 3.5 or 3. However, at lower level, such as IEC 62443 level 1 or 2, we need to apply alternative best practices or controls. And they are change management, validating backups. Um, I can think of using automated tools to validate data integrity and control strategies. Great. Thank you, Saeed. So we're really, again, looking at a behavioral change uh, to, to ensure that um, the, the security is maximized throughout, throughout processes and throughout operations. Um, Rita, I'd like to come, come to you on a kind of broader, um, maybe industry-wide question um, to, to kind of round things out a bit. Um, everyone's been hit by uh, high utilities prices, which more or less relate to uh, commodity price rises and supply concerns. However, the the, the opposite end of that is that uh, 
investors are, are, are feeling greater confidence about investing in the market. Uh, with with the energy industry attracting so much more investment and m and potentially on the rise, or probably already is on the rise, how easily can, can newly acquired assets be integrated uh, into our portfolios to maintain protection across those portfolios. Really, if, if we're if we're looking at new plants, new um, new production facilities, new generation facilities, how how easily can we can we uh, uh, knit these in with our existing uh, uh, infrastructure? Well, thank you, Ian, for the question. I think. Um... You know, I agree with you. The market is uh, really, uh, the M&A is really uh, appears on the uh, rise uh, for acquisitions and uh, mergers. Um, but this is really the challenge. It's, this is a real challenge. Uh, as a security manager, imagine overnight you now have a responsibility to secure an entirely new network that was acquired, you know, recently. This is a real challenge. And um, to ease this burden, having an inventory management solution in place that can scale to the newly acquired network is important in this context. This will give you baseline visibility into the new assets and vulnerabilities identified. From there, you will have data and insights needed to build a roadmap to lower risk and maintain business sustainability and business resilience fantastic i hope i answer your question it's really absolutely really it sounds like the key the key point is in this in this juncture yeah it's having the right tools right inventory uh, solutions and management solution in this case is the key so it's easy for you to really um, get on board the newly acquired assets and understand their um, vulnerabilities and do do the right decisions uh, to lower those risks. So, perfect. So, providing providing management with the tools to make the decisions to to keep keep your assets secure, I guess, is the is the starting point for it all. As we as we look at uh, uh, expanding uh, expanding ever outwards for with our businesses. Absolutely, absolutely. It's about having the right tools and. Uh, to give the right information to the right people in the right time, yes, and make right decisions. Fantastic, fantastic, gents. Do you do you have anything else that you would like to, to add at this juncture? I mean, Syed, would you like to, to come in on on that point as well? Uh, yeah, I mean, um, as a final statement, you know, if uh, I were to leave you with one final thought, you know, I would say. The foundation of any operational technology security program starts with the inventory management and visibility. So for security managers, you know, this will give um, a view into what areas of network must be addressed first. So we have experienced this with uh, different end users and critical infrastructures. So um, definitely this will help uh, to prioritize time and resources for uh, the biggest risk reduction. So I'll I'll leave with that statement. Thank you very much for your for your contributions, both of you, gents, uh, and and thanks also to our listeners for joining in in for for this episode for PE Live podcast series. 
operational technology, cybersecurity, the vital next step in digitalization. And we're very proud to present this in association with Hexagon. Now, don't forget to subscribe to the series to be notified when the next episodes are going to be released. As I mentioned at the top of the show, this will be in September and in October, respectively. Thanks again.